0: Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the
1: money guy. You can always visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca, that's askkelvin.ca, or you can give him a ring on the old telephone machine, 416-457-7526, that's 416 416- 457 plan. And who's Calvin the money guy? Well, beyond being that guy that you hear on Sunday mornings talking about money, he is also one of the top financial advisors in the country and just a great guy to know and a great guy to have in your corner, whether you're you know, thinking about retirement, you're approaching retirement, or it's just an afterthought and you just, you know, you're earning your money now and you just want to make it work a little harder for you. He's the guy to know. Askkelvin.ca, ask kelvin.ca that's ask k e l v i n.ca 416-457-7526 that's 416-457 plan. Kelvin, how you doing this morning?
2: Hey, Chris, good morning. Good, good, good. Everything good?
1: Everything's great. Yeah, you I know, can't complain. You know, it's uh, crazy how fast summer came and went and uh things are just sort of wrapping up and you sort of thought you had all these great open weekends in the summer and then you realize and you look at the calendar nope no they're all gone maybe maybe we can do oh, some wow. summer stuff in the fall
2: <laughs> i know i can't believe the last weekend of summer eh? holy smokes wow
1: crazy crazy yeah and uh it's it's been a lot of ups and downs for people a lot of ups and downs for people's finances a lot of different confusing times for people and uh kelvin's been holding your hand through it and helping you understand exactly uh, where we are, the best way to to manage your money. And that's what the show's all about, but it's also, also about managing your life. And it's managing those things that you want and you need in your life and those things that make you happy and making sure that you've got the money to do it. And that's what we're talking about here today and managing not just your money, but managing your life and your money wisely and finding a way to get that harmony between those two
2: things. And, and with the change coming in uh, in you know to the fall I don't want to rush the fall but with change coming maybe now is and that's why Hillary and I were thinking about topics for the show and we thought geez you know you got to manage your life and your money wisely and and, and make a change with the with the weather changing the season changing and you know and, and you don't have to be an expert in personal finance or you know have a big investment portfolio to be financially secured, you know, it's important, I think for people to understand basic financial planning, okay, and however basic that may be to you. But if you, what I find is like everything else in life, if you adopt, if you do what, or adopt behaviors of financially savvy people, you'll become smarter with every dollar that you have. So follow what, in life, follow what successful people do, and you will become successful whatever that means to you. So when I look at all the stuff we're thinking the very first thing I I Chris you and I always talk about that is make a plan. Have a plan for yourself. You want to go on a trip, you want to whatever you may want to do. You know, having a financial plan is is what I think is it's more more about it's more than figuring out how much your paycheck is left how much you have of your money left your pay bills it's gone beyond that you start you know your plan starts with thinking about what you really want to do you know what are your goals many people go through life without goals you know so for example now that things are opening up you want to travel maybe house prices are coming down now and you're thinking man i want to buy that house maybe you own a business and you want to unwind how how am i going to get my money out so you really have to sit down and make a plan for yourself. It's not what you make, it's what you keep, right? So many people go through life just here, there, you know, make some money, spend some money, save some money. And then some point in their life, as they get older, they go, oh my God, I don't have enough time. So being successful, whatever that means to you, right? Starts with having a clear idea of what you want, And then making a plan to get there you don't how do you know how do you know when you get there if you don't have a plan right so it's a key part of financial planning achieve to achieve your goals and really stay focused you know we we tend to stray from from what we wanted to do right it's interesting you
1: know you say that and you don't know whether you've arrived unless you know where you're going and i think it it makes a lot of sense and but so it's hard for someone especially starting out trying to figure out exactly what kind of goals they should be setting of course there's going to be short term there's going to be long term and you're you're working it out you're trying to figure out exactly how i can now best learn from those who have succeeded and those who have failed and try to uh try to navigate those waters and it becomes a really daunting task that i think a lot of people don't even venture into because they don't even know where to start and I think that's where having a financial advisor in your corner really helps because you know you've you've seen the way that people have have succeeded you've seen the way people have failed you've seen this It's not your first rodeo so you might you know be benefit from having a financial advisor in your corner who can help you set those goals and figure out exactly where you should be what the benchmarks are rather than just sort of making it up and say, I, I, I want a house. Okay. I want a car. I want this car. Maybe right. it's always more specific with the car, uh, but, or is it, maybe that's just a guy thing. Uh, but I think that there's, there's steps that need to be taken and that financial advisor is going to help you figure that out.
2: Well, well, especially in the short term, you know, for example, on Friday, the markets got rocked because uh, interest rates in the U.S. looks like it's going to go up with a vengeance. So it means that everything that we buy is going to cost more money. So I think uh, short-run planning now for the next three to six months trumps long-term planning, you know. So don't put yourself, you know, safe for the short term. Don't put yourself in a situation where you have to rely on credit cards for unexpected expenses, because as you know, the rates on those cards, man, are you know, 19%, right? So one of your top priorities should be building an emergency savings, especially because if we're heading into recessionary times. I believe we're already in a recession, but it might get deeper based on what Powell, based on what they said in the U.S., right? So as a guide, you know, we say you should attempt to have at least three to six months worth of living expenses somewhere, tucked away somewhere right? It's a guide. So like everything else, maybe you have a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. Um, and those are for the short-term things. The big things, like you said, car, um, you know, setting up like big ticket items, should should be like go taking a trip somewhere to Disney or whatever with the kids. It's more of a a longer venture. So I want to go Christmas time or next Christmas, I want to go away. So start getting your ducks in order now because that trip well that car, um, whatever you you big purchase you do will be more enjoyable if it's already paid for. Then you know, you know, when you go on trips and you come back, you go, oh man, I wish i, got I didn't. the bills. <laughs> yeah, and then you then you regret going on a trip. But I think more importantly, the short term for the, like I said, the next three to six months is important for all of us because interest rates will go up. They've already said that, right? We know in Canada in September. Rates probably go up 0. 0.75, maybe a point. We don't know yet. Um, inflation is being tamed. So interest rates will come back down. But unfortunately, we have to have some more pain before we can get some gain. Right.
1: And I think that, you know, you, you warn of the, the recession, either that's happening or that is still to come and you think about what those interest rates are going to mean for a lot of people when you can't borrow uh, or borrowing becomes more expensive, you're going to buy less. And that sort of leads to that decreased demand that's going to be uh, playing into those recessionary times. And uh, that's something that we all have to be worried about when you think about you know whether or not you have some money saved. And I think that when you say to have some money put aside, a rainy day that's the rainy day that we're talking about right Mm -hmm. there's some times where you might need maybe a little bit more to pay your monthly bills or maybe you're not making as much so you need to do something uh you know you need to dip into your savings a little bit to make it work but if you don't have those savings you're not going to have that extra that, that cushion that would make you comfortable um and and i think that that's a important piece of of any plan
2: well, it reminds me of uh, when the pandemic first started back in March of 2020. If you remember that, that people couldn't work, they're losing their jobs, they couldn't get paid before the serve started. So that three months or whatever, you know, we have to think back to those times. What did we do to get through that time, right? And if we have the same thought process going forward, we'll get through it. Like, for example, I remember doing a show with yourself and Kelly about, you know, how do we... Survive the next few months. Well, maybe, maybe grab some money from your RSB if you got let go or something like that. And I think this is where the financial advisor really gets worth his money, you know, or her money, because we kind of think outside the box to kind of create a way for you to get through the hard times. You don't have to stress as much, you know. And I, and I think this is where we earn our money is by things like this. When the markets are going well and interest rates are low and money is cheap, well, who cares? You don't need an advisor because you can do it yourself. It's times like this that gets everything back to normal. Back to I can't do it myself. I got to start and think about what to do. I have to start sacrificing something. And and, and we lack that, right? Because money has been so cheap for like 10 years um, and we got used to that. So maybe we have to unlearn some of the things that we learn, you know?
1: And I think that's all really important, and it's not all doom and gloom. We're just giving you some advice no. on how to make sure that you're you know, on the upside uh, of all of this and you find yourself in the right position Moving forward and that's what we're talking about here is we talk about how to manage your life and your money. Hey, it's the name of the show and we're going to continue talking about these plans, how to get started, how to set the goals, what you should be doing in the long term, what you should be doing in the short term as well and how a financial advisor can help you with all of that. You're listening to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Askkelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. And you can give him a ring at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned to Your Life, Your Money.
0: And welcome to Your Life, Your Money here on six forty
1: Toronto. I'm Chris Creston, and I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the Money Guy. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N .ca. You click on that little link in the top right hand corner to schedule a call. You pick a date and a time of your choosing, and you. Book a time to chat with Kelvin. and You got the call. You don't have to play telephone tag or anything like that. But if you've got a burning question, you want to give him a call right away, you can call him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we've been talking about how to manage your life and your money and how to manage it wisely and we were talking about making a plan we're talking about setting goals and in the previous segment we were just talking about setting some short-term goals making sure you've got some savings set up so that you can weather some storms if they're coming ahead but kelvin you know the another one that's really important and probably i guess equally hard and and easier to do is managing uh, your long-term goals and how to figure out exactly what your priorities are, you know many years out in in the uh, in the horizon?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know long term, I guess it depends on on you, what age you are or you know where you're in life. The short term is more is as important as the long term. So we had addressed it before about what you should be doing, saving some extra money. Saving for retirement should be another top priority in your life because we are going to retire one of these days, we hope. So, you know, when investing uh, long term, you'll want to consider putting money in something other than standard savings account like GICs and stuff, things that has tax benefits. For example, RSPs, you know, TFSA's, things like that. Um, I'm not a big RRSP fan, but sometimes it it helps you to save some money, right? And and you know, before you do these things, I think you want to sit down and get some financial tips and guidance from a financial from a professional advisor. Um, again, we see things, and I'm not the only adviser, so to look seek out someone. If you don't have one, of course, call me and and plan out for the long-term. So when we talk about long-term, what do you think about long-term, Chris? How long is long-term for you? I'm in my mid-30s,
1: so I still think long-term is, oh, another 30 years from now, basically. And that's sort of where I, I see myself retiring and where I see myself sort of figuring out, okay, how much do I need to retire? Where am I gonna retire? What am I gonna do when I retire? And, right. uh, and what's that going to
2: cost me? So, so what happened 30 years ago?
1: I was born. I know. Uh, that Jays was more than, that was, was more than 30 years ago. The blue Jays. Won, that was 30 years ago. Yes. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> that feels like, like it was yesterday. yesterday and I, and I wasn't even that old when it happened. That blows me away that that was 30 years ago. Wow.
2: Well, what happened a hundred years ago? The Maple Leafs won. No, actually, they haven't <laughs> What are you doing to me, man? <laughs> You're making me feel it's older and older. Seriously. I wasn't there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so 30 years ago, 1992, they won the World Series. First time, right? Canada, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I said to myself, Hillary and I were sitting and we're thinking, okay, what if you invested $10,000 back in 1992? What would it be today? how much money would you have? So I went back and we went back and we looked at the Dow Jones, 30-year average, 12.2%. S&P average, 7.3%. And the NASDAQ, 10.7%. Now, all these indexes had major crises and wars and all kinds of stuff, right? So if I average all three together, it's about an 8% return. So if you took 10,000, invested in the 1992, got an 8% return over 30 years, it'd be worth, what do you think? You want to guess or no?
1: No? I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying
2: to do the math <laughs> and venture a guess. <laughs> it'd be worth $100,000. Wow. So when people say planning for the long term, no, what is long term? 30 years ago, you put away that money because it's worth today. So imagine wow. you did some savings back then. You know, you're in your 30s. You know, if you look at the average person, 35 today, what they have in their pensions or their RSPs or four savings, it's probably more than 10 grand. Mm. So imagine you had put away 20,000 or, you know, you do the math and figure it out. So the long term isn't that long when you think about it. Markets will go up and down, up and down, as we've seen over the last 30 years. Recessions will come and go. Interest rates will come and go. House prices will come and go. A lot of things will happen, so I would say bear down and focus in on what you want to do, and you I will think get there. You know, you'll always want to start saving as much as you can, you know, as early as you can to maximize the compound interest, um, and which is basically interest you've made on your interests. So, it's remember that commercial year? Maybe you don't remember. Maybe you were too young. It was a bra commercial, and they went. Um, you know, one after one after one. I don't know if you remember that, but people listening, you know, remember one plus one is two and two plus two is three with compound interest. What happens? So I, I did an example of two 19 year olds, one 19 year old decided to save uh, $2,000 for six years. The other one decided, ah, I'm just going to fool around, spend my money. That person decided to save after six years to save $2,000 every year till he was 65. And the other one decided to stop and never saved again. When they were both 65, guess who had the most amount of money?
1: The guy who did it early.
2: Yeah, and stopped. So money is compound. You know, Compound interest, they say, is the eighth wonder of the world. And we forget all about compound interest. And we learn about it in grade eight. If you look at your grade eight math book, I don't know if they still do that, but you look at the back, when I went to school, you look at the back of it and there's a compound interest table and it tells you how your money multiplies. And if we can get that back into our heads and use that to get ahead in the world, financially, we'll all do wonderful, but we don't, you know, we get sidetracked.
1: We get sidetracked, we get freaked out. Like you mentioned, their prices came up and down, inflation comes up and down, interest rates come up and down, housing prices. And each one of those things as a way of freaking people out and making them you know, take all their money out or not save money mm. for a little while and and also just your life. You know, we call the show Your Life, Your Money. A lot of the time people want to make sure that they're you know, living their life, but then you can live your life while saving money and putting it aside and taking advantage of that compound interest.
2: Yeah, you know, look, if you have a dollar, life's too short, right? We realize over the pandemic, life's too short. We we need to enjoy our lives as well, but we need to save for the rainy day. Now, I I think for me, if you have a dollar, you spend 50 cents and you save 50 cents. Now, you're enjoying the best of both worlds. You're having what you want today, so you're not sacrificing life today. But you're sacrificing a bit for down the road. So you'll always live a good life. The problem, like you said, is we get two sides. Look, take take house prices. You know, your million dollar house. You know, three months ago is worth maybe I don't know nine hundred thousand today. But what does it matter? Mm-hmm. You're not selling it. You're gonna live in it still. So it really doesn't matter. In ten years from now, or twenty, or whatever, it's gonna go past a million. So what really happened? You know, um, interest rates. You know, if you have a variable rate, well, yeah, of course it's gone up but it'll it'll come back down again um so when you look at rates and things like that don't don't freak yourself out too much pick up the phone and call your advisor and just have a quick conversation about your life right where you're heading you know because your life chris is different than my life you exactly different... and the things
1: that you need are different stages the things that you want change and you know when you're speaking picking up the phone and calling your advisor if you've got an advisor. Uh, give them a call. If you want a second opinion or you don't have an advisor, give Kelvin a call. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. I get the sudden urge to throw out the phone number every once in a while. So I just thought I'd take advantage (laughs) of it there. You know, I, you're, you're talking about, you know, that grade eight textbook and what we learned in school. And I picture a young Kelvin the money guy. Flip, flipping through his grade A textbook, finding that compound interest chart, and you know, a light bulb going off above his head, and thinking, you know what? I want to help people take advantage of compound interest and make more money for themselves, so they don't have to worry or stress as they're getting older. And it, Kelvin, you know, how, how many things do you think that we sort of picked up in school and things like that that maybe didn't, you know, that we've forgotten? And then you, you, know, as the average person. You don't have the access to, you know, go back and try and relearn it and try and figure out, okay, where did, where did I, slip? what didn't I apply? You know, you become that right. shoulda, woulda, coulda guy.
2: Well, I, I say, you know, you do what you do best and you hire someone to do all the other things for you, especially when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Um, because we get our thoughts from Google parents, not that parents taught us wrong, but it was a different generation it was a different time of thinking back then high interest rates you know we think interest rates are high today but man you go back 40 years ago and it was way higher right mm-hmm. so we we have to we have to unlearn a lot of things you know it's like golf if you start golfing and you never take lessons and you golf for like 5 10 years and then you start decide man i gotta take some lessons well it's tougher because now you have to unlearn what you learned so it's one of those things where you you really have to sit down and strategize with someone who's done all of this before, and and most like all you know, people ask me what do I do for a living, and what I do is give you experiences of other people. So when I meet a thirty-two-year-old Chris, and he asked me what you know what does he have to do, I look back to someone I met when they were thirty-two, and now they're sixty or fifty-five. And what did we do with that person through the ups and downs of the markets and where they are today? So don't reinvent the wheel. Just add your own spoke to it and move on. Not Everything changes, but nothing changes. It's really Mm -hmm. bizarre.
1: You know, it's interesting you're talking about how much sort of things change and, you know, you buy a house and maybe your house that you bought three months ago isn't worth what it was worth uh, when you picked it up, when you bought it um and really if you're living in it and you didn't plan on selling it in three months from buying it you're you're going to do okay on on that investment and i think that that uh speaks to another thing you've always said and you know when you're making a plan it's not about timing the market it's about time in the market and uh, making Mm -hmm. sure that you're invested for the long haul and when you're talking about making a long-term plan I think that that's one of the most important things to remember that you're not going to have to pull everything out and put everything back in and jump in and out of the market all the time. You, you never get anywhere if you're doing that on the bus.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like taking the subway, you know, you get in, people plan their retirement, like taking the subway to get in, they get to get on, to get off, to get in, to get off. One of the big things about planning your life is using credit. And maybe after the break, We'll chat about a little bit about that actually.
1: Great. We'll talk about how to use credit in order to help your financial plan as your life, your money continues here with Kelvin the Money Guy. Visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K E L V I N.ca, or you can call him anytime at 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. Stay tuned to your life, your money right here in
0: 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.
1: And welcome to your life, your money here on 640 Toronto. Thank you for making us part of your weekend. Visit AskKelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca or give them a call 416-4577526. That's 416. 416- Four five seven plan. Who's Kelvin? Who's this guy? Kelvin guy I'm talking about. Kelvin the money guy. You don't know him? Well, you're getting to know him right now. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country and just a great guy to get to know. If you've been a longtime listener and you want to reach out to Kelvin as well, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L. V-I-N dot C-A, whether you've got an advisor and you need a second opinion or you've been going it alone, doing the thing with the apps and the things and the doohickeys and you want to you know, make sure that you've been doing the right thing, but also maybe make sure that you've got a professional financial advisor in your corner in in some uncertain times and some times where it's not necessarily easy and some times where you need to you know, check it up and make sure that you've got the right Plan moving forward. And that's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about planning and talking about managing your money wisely, talking about making goals in the short term and in the long term. And now we're going to talk a little bit about using credit wisely because I'm sure a lot of people think, well, using credit, I guess that means I'll just buy that new TV on my Visa card and uh, pay it off slowly or hopefully pay it off by the end of the month. But uh, for a, a lot of people, credit can be a, a bit of an addiction and uh, <laughs> if you use it wisely, you're actually
2: going to make you know, it's not going to cost you money. it could make you money. Well yeah, if, I mean with all these points and things like that today you can actually make money but credit credit is is what created all the problem. you know it's funny you mentioned Visa because back in 1972 is when when credit cards were launched, charge records. and that created a lot of problem. Because people thought it was just, oh, I'll just pay with these card, never have any payments to make, and it evolved into all these things that we have today. So using credit card responsibly, in in fact, you really need credit today to to do anything, buy a car, buy a house, doing that's that's what they check. So using credit responsibility is an important part of a sound financial plan. We take it for granted, you know, when you go to school, you go to university, they come and they give you the cards, but they never explain to you. If you're gonna spend a hundred dollars, you better make sure you pay that hundred dollars off at the end of the month. Otherwise, it's really gonna be a hundred and nineteen dollars that you owe. And the compound interest works this way as well. It works in the reverse. So you better make sure that you think about it. You know, credit really impacts everything you do in life, how much what your interest rates are gonna be. Um, are you gonna get the loan to buy the car? Are you gonna get the loan to do the mortgage? In fact, we in the show, Chris, we talk about investment loans where people have a hundred bucks instead of putting a hundred dollars away. You go and borrow 20 grand and use the hundred dollars to make the interest payments, right? So you have more money working for you. So, so many clients will say, I'll say, how did your credit? Oh, great, great, great. So Hillary will do the applications. And next thing you know, it got declined and the client will be shocked. He came, my God, what happened here? So it could have been something from a long time ago where you missed a Rogers payment. Could have been when you were younger, you said, ah, I'm not paying that. And you forgot about it. So many people should go and check their credit. There's sites like BorrowWell, which is free, but it kind of gives you exactly what Equifax would give you. So anybody that's listening, maybe copy down BorrowWell or give me a call um, and go on there and check where your credit score is. You know, every time you get a bill, make sure you pay it on time. If you can pay it on time, call the credit card company and say, hey, listen, I got some you know, financial issues. Can you give me a month uh, vacation or something like that? And if you do so, you'll be okay. But it's very, very important in North America that we have great credit. Otherwise, we're getting nothing. So that's a big step. I mean, all these steps are important in your life, in your money life. But credit is one of the big things. So treat your credit well and you'll be okay. I think that's hugely
1: important when you think about the things that you might want to do. Like you said, if you you want to get a car loan, you want to get a mortgage, they're going to be checking that credit score. And if you don't know what it is, then you're going into that negotiation without any without the information. Mm. You're walking in there without doing your homework.
2: Yeah. And, and that's the only way they know how to judge you. I mean, they don't know you from anything. So the only, mm-hmm. only thing they can judge us all is our credit score. So make sure that you get that intact. And there's many ways to fix it. Um, if you have bad credit, sit down with your advisor and he can show you some little techniques how to get it going. Um, and don't shy away from it. If you have bad credit, face it head on because it'll mm-hmm. only get bigger. Right, and I think that
1: that's an important thing to remember is that if you've you know made some mistakes in the past, it's not a life okay. sentence, right? There's a way to fix your credit, and again, that's another reason. It's not just sort of managing your investments; it's another reason why why to have have someone like Kelvin
2: in your corner. Mm-hmm. So I think you got. I think we need to fix that, and once we do, we'll be okay. Another thing I find that happens with our money life is we don't treat ourselves, man. Mm-hmm. We don't treat ourselves to to good things in life, you know. I, I think one of the one of the biggest mistakes people make when getting their finances in order is becoming too strict. You know, we, you go from one extreme to the other, right? If you know, if we constantly deny ourselves of the things we love the most, we'll eventually crave into pressure and make huge mistakes, right? I so, I know people who
1: do who do that. They deny themselves a lot of different creature comforts and a good friend of mine has said to me in the past like, you know they're not happy with their couch well i can't eat a new couch (laughs) well like that you know what you you've taken you've taken this to a whole new level when it comes to you know being smart with your money being frugal you need to be able to enjoy the day-to-day in your life uh and and also put money aside and save it and pay your bills on time but if you, it, it, I always think about and uh, I, I bring it up often is a, a Christmas story, you know, with, where George Bailey, he's moved into this old drafty house. And every time he walks by, uh, he walks up the stairs, he puts his hand on the banister and the little knob comes off and it irritates him. That's what having, you know not fulfilling your your yourself not investing in yourself and not buying yourself some creature comforts and spending time doing things that you do it feels like every single day that thing is going to nag at
2: you and you're not going to feel fulfilled right exactly well well you know willpower willpower is really a limited resource you know I say they say we have to have willpower that's limited you can only resist so many temptations before you give in, right? So Im- imagine you're dieting, right? And you decide you're never going to eat your favorite cookies again, right? You're probably, you're probably last uh, all of a few days before you break down and grab two boxes to eat because it's the way we live. So we have to have a balance. Remember I say, if you have a dollar, spend a dollar, save a dollar. So, so you know, temptation is on food is just like temptations with money as well. So you got to treat what you do. You got to treat money well. And if you do, you, it'll treat you well, but many of us don't. Right. So you really need, you need to have a nice balance in your life. Like, you know, when considering how to manage your money, you know, savvy financial minds will tell you, you have to make room for indulgence in that budget otherwise man you're gonna it's like diets right i'm not gonna eat this i'm not gonna eat that i'm not gonna eat this and all of a sudden you know what i'm gonna have that beer right Uh yeah yeah so it's the same type of things that you want to do when you plan a budget or whatever set up like a date night or a vacation here and there reward yourself um you know with saving goals like a night out or something like that. Like, we, re- I, I know, I remember um, I go on these diets sometimes during February, um, like a soup diet or something. Yeah. And then I'll give you a day where it says, okay, treat yourself to something. So it's the same idea with money, you know. So that's right.
1: You got to make sure that that money's not just working for you, but it's working to get you the things that you want to do and the things that you you want in your home Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, whether it's an experience like going to a baseball game, going to a concert, spending the time of a a day at a a day at uh, the X or at Wonderland with your family could set you back a little bit, depending on how big your family is and how many rides they want to go on. So (laughs) I I can definitely see that.
2: Yeah, I remember a few months ago I was talking to one of the girls in the office, Hunter, and uh, we were talking about diets. And she said, "Oh, try the military diet." I said, "What is that?" So I went and looked at it. It's a three-day thing, and you know, you can uh, you can eat ice cream on that thing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that really works. funny. See, you got to treat money. yourself. <laughs> so money, it's the same thing. So after the break, you know, we'll get into a little bit more learning things about money, and and you'll be fine. Do some planning, and life will be great.
1: Your life, your money, continuing here on 640 Toronto.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.
1: This is Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. I'm Chris Creston. I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy, one of the top financial advisors in the country and just a generally a great guy, a great guy to spend your Sunday morning with. You can visit the website askkelvin.ca. That's ask n.ca, And you can uh, listen to past shows there and you can schedule a call where you can have a chat with Kelvin. If you've got a burning question and you want to talk to him right away, 416-457-7526 is the number. That's 416-457 plan give him a call and uh, if he's not there, he'll give you a call back. And we were talking about the living your life and your money, setting the right goals long-term, short-term making sure you use credit wisely, and also making sure that along the way you're treating yourself and doing the things that you want to do. Kelvin, there's so much that goes into planning your finances, planning your life, and I think that a lot of the time you can sort of get you know, stuck on your laurels. Now, is there sort of... Uh, uh, it's a lifelong learning, isn't it? It's something about making sure that you you you're not an immovable object, and you can learn lessons, and you can adapt as new challenges approach.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been doing this for thirty years, and I'm still learning because you never you only know what you know, right? And I learn a lot of things from clients; they learn a lot of things from me. I learn about life from them, and they learn about money from me. So it goes hand in hand, you know. The world of finance is very complicated, right? But you know, money is a necessary part of life. We it's like air, right? You need it to, to move on. But you don't have to understand everything, you know. But you have to stay, but in order to stay financially secure, you need to keep learning about tools and resources that can that can help you take advantage to make what you have work for you, that to work really hard for you. You can avoid a lot of these things by just picking up the phone and calling an advisor, and they have all the tools and resources that you need. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, take stock on what you already understand, then build on that with books and classes and advice and so on. But many people should not manage their own money. They should give it because you have emotions and feelings and all that kind of stuff when it comes to your money. And that's why you lose money. I I always say, you know, Chris, don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. Sometimes I run into people and, man, they know everything about money. I'm thinking, well, I don't think you know everything about money because if you did, you wouldn't be in these problems or you'd have much more than you think you do.
1: And run into a lot of people like that who you you scratch your head a little bit. You, you know, you seem to have all the answers, but none of the money. So right. so you know, what did not learning anything new <laughs> do for you? How did that pay off?
2: One guy, I know, he says he has all the answers, but he doesn't know what the questions are. Right. So, <laughs> so he said, okay, so I, I think with money, like life, like everything else. You don't really have to understand like a car. You don't have to understand how the engine works and all of that. You need to get in the car, start up, and off you go. Same thing with money. Plan your money life backwards. I need $4,000 when I retire at 60 years old. I'm fifty. I'm 40 years old today. What do I have to do over the next 20 years or 25 years to get what I want financially without sacrificing a lot of things? I want to enjoy today's life to get stuff down the road so I have an even life. It takes about, you know, it takes about 15 years from what I've noticed for people to start to plan out their lives, their money life. And you know, I always say when you're 20s, you're carrying on and fooling around. When you're 30s, you're getting married, maybe having the kids. Like you actually having, you know, buy a house, have twins. And you're now starting out your your life. When you hit your 40s, you're going to go, okay, I spent all this money with kids and house and blah, blah, blah. I better start saving some money. But you won't yet until you hit 50. Then you go, oh, my God, I got to start saving some money. But now you've got 15 years to your 65. And really, that's you'll have to heavy duty save some money, but you'll be equipped to do it. And you'll be ready to do it emotionally and financially. You'll be ready to do it. But if you could start now, taking a little bit of your money and putting it away, remember, a little from a little equals a lot. So if you can start, money is funny because if you want to have a lot of money, you need a lot of time, right? If you don't have a lot of time, you need a lot of money. So you got to power save money. So where do I sit in that circle? What would I like to do? And that's where the financial advisor really comes into play because they can assess things for you that you really maybe took for granted and maybe restructure your money life um, so that you could spend the same amount of money but now do things more efficiently, right? Um, So it's all about putting pen to paper, making a plan, and more importantly, reviewing that plan every quarterly. And your life changes every quarter. Things change all the time. And if you don't change, you will die, right?
1: I think that Darwin's that's
2: theory. hugely important to think
1: about. You know, uh, I'm just thinking about it myself, guy in its mid-30s, has a house, has kids, all the money I've accumulated is starting to drain. But, you know, <laughs> if you can put aside some money so that you are uh, building it at this point relatively young age you got a lot more road ahead so uh, advice to listeners right now who are in that position or have kids in that position is you know give Kelvin a call right now and if you're uh, also a a little bit older and you're in that stage in your 50s when you're really getting serious and you got the mindset you're going to need to speak to Kelvin as well to talk about the power saving and power investing and trying to get things going and uh, ramped into high gear because you've only got a few years until retirement
2: yeah well well you you know you plan starts with thinking about what you really want to do right um you know start thinking about setting goals and so on and we'll be fine you know enjoy your life you have a dollar save a dollar spend a dollar you don't have advisor give me a call if you have one pick up the phone and call him and plan out your life
1: and the number to call Kelvin is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457 Plan. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L V-I-N.ca. You can schedule a call on there. You can listen to past shows. You can contact Kelvin there as well. That's askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca 416-457-7526. This has been Your Life, Your Money. Stay tuned to
0: 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.